If you thought we were gone forever, this podcast ain't for you. Welcome back. Hey. Finally, man. Look, we <laughs> we fucked up. Things happen, but honestly, I don't even want to say that anymore because I <laughs> we have so many <laughs> of these that just opens with that. Fuck it. We apologize too much. Yeah. Sorry, ain't sorry no more. It's 2020. But guess what? <laughs> Welcome to you, mad It's a me, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about. This is your boy Chuck and Jordan. Hey, man. You miss us? Welcome back. We're we're here with some some information. I'm gonna start the podcast off with some positive news, because actually I don't like telling people this, like not on social media, because I feel like. My last few years has just been shitting on niggas. I need to quit shitting on niggas. Oh, my God. But I'm going to let the listeners know that me and my wife are expecting a baby. Woo! Yeah, so uh, that's kind of the reason why uh, there hasn't been any episodes trying to figure that out. My wife has been a little sick. Now she's not sick. Apparently, I make alien babies and it makes her throw up a lot. Uh, So, you know, we're... We're back on the bandwagon. Uh, eventually, after June, you'll just hear baby crying in the background because we're going to keep recording. <laughs> I'm putting it out there in the atmosphere. Okay. Yeah, man. So, uh, just wanted to let everybody know. We also had a best friend text of uh, enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get this shit. It's like, look, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. And we can all uh, thank caffeine pills for that because <laughs> <laughs> it was random. I was like, I, ain't, I mean, I've been thinking the same thing, but let's go, man. It, I, I'm telling you, God made caffeine for me. Like it is a hundred percent true. Cause <laughs> I take, I don't like drinking coffee. Uh, I feel like I really don't feel the caffeine hit me. Uh, but if I can't feel it, it ain't, yeah, it ain't, it ain't real enough. <laughs> so everything I do is an extreme. So, I take like 200 milligram caffeine pills when I'm tired and boy, do they take care of me. But then I have like euphoric, like manic moments for like five minutes where I'll take somebody random, like six things in a row. And that time it was just Jordan. It's it's the same episode of Saved by the Bell, but weekly. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so, that is me every, every morning at my desk. (laughs) Hating my job, but we're here. <laughs> All right, y'all. So uh, I just also want to get some things straight. I'm the Twitter guy. Jordan's a Facebook girl because uh, anytime we talk about memes and shit, we be getting confused. And I'm never on Facebook. Yeah. So you get the like, t- like the cusp of everything as soon as it's out. You're seeing it first. Yeah. By the time I see it, it's fully curated. Right. There's been lots of iterations of it. Right. <laughs> and everyone's formed an opinion of it. So now I can see it from all sides. I'm like Woj. And angles. From like the ESPN basketball. You know who Woj is? Uh, yes. Yeah, he like gets all the, the basketball information yes. first. And it's like the raw information. But then by the time Stephen A. gets I was going to say, then I'm SVP. Yeah, yeah SVP even better. Like, it's late night. He's like one in the morning. Like, shit. Literally. Here's the info, dog. But let me tell you about these sport vets and shit, bro. So that's that's where we at with it now, man. We're trying to figure out the everything uh, the best we can. Mm-hmm. I also, my 2020 change was I stopped drinking Red Bulls and I'm exhausted all the time. <laughs> so maybe I need... 
milligrams of caffeine directly injected into my bloodstream. I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you that it is here for me and you. I'm going to tell you where to go. The second day, my eyeballs were literally burning. (laughs) I was like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) That, my friends, is what we call withdrawal. (laughs) But I feel better on the inside now. And that's all that matters. Really. (laughs) All right. So, uh, we we had enough gigglies, enough ha-has. It's been a week. Uh, We're still, you know, trying to wrap our minds around it. But Kobe Bryant died in the most Kobe way possible <laughs> in a fucking helicopter. I wasn't ready for you to say that. <laughs> Let, let's, just, let's just break it down. Kobe and, what was it, eight other passengers, nine total, nine I or ten. So. Uh, including Kobe's daughter. You all know the story. Everybody's heard it, you know. Uh, died in a helicopter yeah, crash. Point, we've heard every fact, fiction, myth. Mm-hmm. Everything, every conspiracy theory. Right. At this point. Rick collected. Fox was dead for a second. Bless him. Uh, Kobe and all his daughters was dead for a second. Kobe's wife and all his daughters. It was been, you know, all kinds of bullshit that came out that Saturday. Uh, and the truth and the facts are out. Uh, it's a fucked up situation. Uh, everybody has mourned, you know, their own way about this. Yeah, this is just super, super sad. And there's, like, several different things that need to be discussed about it. First of all, really sad about Kobe. Something, I've been watching Gianna here recently, like, within the last year. Mm -hmm. She's really been having highlight videos coming out and stuff like that. And I was really, really interested to see what a child of an NBA player who changed the game and the rules of the way for not just basketball, but the business of it Mm. was going to do in the future. Cause it really looked like she was headed for, and maybe she would have got older and not given a shit about basketball anymore, but Mm. she really looked like she was headed to be the next basketball player. And I was really curious where her generation with her leading it was going to push professional women's basketball. Cause Mm. The WNBA just did some revisions to a lot of their rules and contracts and things like that. Yes, women are getting paid now. Well, okay. Not NBA standards paid. Not even that. Like, not even... Some of the stuff that they approved and finally changed are things that they should have just been getting. Like, having your own room when you travel and not Mm. having to have a roommate. And what they're getting paid is still not even, like, a fraction of... We're not even talking about NBA. We're just talking about livable wages at this point for people who put their bodies through shit mm-hmm. day in and day out. Everybody was acting like it was a good like stepping stone, but everybody was acting like it was a damn like next floor in the building. It wasn't all that. Glass ceilings, baby. But with those steps happening now and then all of her highlights coming out and whatnot, I did actually like was interested in seeing what was going to happen in the future with them. So that was really, really sad. It's all sad, but I was really curious about that. And I mean, because there were there was another teammate of hers who was on the same trajectory, and they're all going to grow up together. Because youth sports in general is a different level and different animal than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see what it becomes professionally when these this generation at 13, eight to like 14 what is next for them when they become adults, well, particularly the girls. This is the first... Gen- oh, okay, particularly for the girls, yeah. Yes. Uh, G really was... 
It was Kobe's daughter. Like, mm-hmm. And there's videos of Kobe saying, you know, Kobe needed to have a son. And then Gianna saying, no, like, I'm here. I'm taking that over. Like, don't worry about it, Dad. I got it. And uh, now that that's gone, it sucks. I wonder, will uh, the younger daughter, the newborn, and then is one that was under Gianna, right? Mm-hmm. wonder if they'll, they'll even play. Or, and will they have no interest but feel pressured? Right. Because that's how, like, Michael Jordan's son was. And mm-hmm. so many other super athletes who had children who didn't pan out. It's only so many, you know, prodigies uh, of children of prodigies actually pan out. Like, mm-hmm. King Griffey is the, the one I think of. But there's a few others, but not that many for a daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Sue Bird. Larry Bird and Sue Bird. Yeah. Uh, but it's few and far in between. And just for that to be taken away before it panned out yeah. sucks. So, yeah, that was rough. And then, of course, Gail King has stepped out on a limb. Who? And that motherfucker <laughs> snapped off the tree. Yeah, Gail, Gail on her own. Uh, Gail and Oprah. Mm-hmm. And fucking Ari Lennox is the funniest <laughs> Instagram person ever. So she was like, every celebrity at one point cussed out Gail in the last 48 hours. <laughs> and uh, Ari Lennox gets on and she says, uh, Okra. And she ac- accidentally said Okra instead of Oprah. <laughs> but then she just thought of Kale for Gail. And so she was saying Okra and Kale instead of Oprah and Gail. And how they have, uh, I don't want to say turn their back on a black man, but it's it's a weird space. It was really, really inappropriate. Yeah. It was just inappropriate. Like, so Gail decided that it's, uh, in, in his memory, we should discuss his rape case from 2008 or seven. Uh, the, she wanted to ask, uh, what's her name? Lisa Leslie, uh, does the rape case tarnish Kobe's legacy? Uh, and she was like, no, like the case got dismissed. Exactly. Uh, you know, that's not something we, we discuss anymore. Um, so it doesn't tarnish his legacy. But they brought the same shit up with his uh, Oscar nomination and win. As soon as he got nominated, all the, you know, women empowerment was like, he is a rapist. And everybody was like, nah, no. he's not. He not like, you yeah, it's all got dismiss- dismissed. Excuse me, but I feel like it's fucked up to bring it up. Not if he gets nominated in the Hall of Fame or not if he just does something, you know, mm-hmm. another milestone in his long career. But when he fucking dies, now it's like, yeah, now it's like within ah, a week, yeah, Gail, Kale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, did you think, like, what did you, where did she think that was gonna pan out to? Like, yeah. what was the thought process behind that? And did no producer read her questions beforehand? But she just in came her up defense, Gail came out and said that that question was a long, long line of questions that were in light of Kobe, and they just cut the preview to be that demeaning of Kobe. I mean, cool, but also I don't know. In in my opinion, <laughs> I would just steer clear of yeah. that at this moment in time. But if you're a journalist, is it your duty to bring up the hard-hitting not, questions? Especially not something that's been dismissed. Hmm. Yeah. This is what I think it is. Uh, I feel like 
a lot of things that happened from, let's say, from the time I was born to right now. So from 1990 to two, there was a, a, a time and place from 90 to like, oh, 2015. Oh. <laughs> like those years, anything kind of went. There was no accountability for men. If you got away with it, whatever. That goes from murder to rape to whatever. Mm-hmm. You got away with it, whatever. And now that the empowerment movements are here and there are so many other people that are speaking up for the defenseless and the voiceless, now they're starting to bring up the old shit. Like, oh, but what about this? So we got Weinstein out the paint, Kelly out the paint, uh, Jeffrey Epstein out the paint. Like so many fuckers that was doing shit fucked up in the past. Now it's coming back. You know, what yeah. comes in the dark comes to light. So there's all of that, but I also feel like because people keep bringing up the R. Kelly interview and whatnot, mm-hmm. R. Kelly is still actively doing this shit, even mm-hmm. from his jail cell. So yeah, that's a whole different situation dudes. in and of itself. Yeah, but continue. But so I think that Gail was probably looking at it from the point of view of like, if he was alive now, with so many empowerment movements, this would have to, to have been brought up. Like, what we have to discuss it again, but. In the same token, it's fucked up because now he's dead. Yeah, I definitely like kind of understand that, but at the end of the day, I don't know. There's this, if you, I don't know. Who? So it's safe I mean, to say if you're if you die right now, all the fucked up shit you did is just washed away. Not defending no, Gail, just in general. Yeah, no, it's definitely not washed away. That's for sure. But. I don't know. It was just too soon. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And a lot of people just don't want it brought up at all. And that's something that you just can't ignore. It it did happen. Period. You can't forget about it Mm -hmm. as much as people like probably Vanessa and all. And like people want to forget about it. And that's rough for like his daughters and whatnot, which is something people have been telling him all these years. Like you made a decision and that's something you're going to have to live with the rest of your life. And he lived with it. He did. And he died with it. He did. He switched numbers and won three rings after it. So (laughs) he lived with that shit. But man, I don't know. It's tough. Kobe, Kobe lived a full life. Let's put it like that. And uh, he inspired, you know, millions around the world to become greater in all sports. But, you know, there is that asterisk, whether we want to address it or not, that he did have those allegations against him. And he settled out of court, which means, you know, there's something there. For sure. But But like, and then also Lisa Leslie doesn't want to talk about that shit. Yeah. But my thing is, all right, look, Lisa, cool. Like, you are an NBA legend. You're a pioneer for the WNBA. Gail King fucking calls you a week after Kobe dies. She doesn't want to talk about the new contracts y'all just did. <laughs> she obviously is going to want to talk about your close friend that passed away. So you got to be prepared for any kind of question. But on the other end, Gail, you can't be a fucking dick and think you're o- okra and bring up some bullshit questions that you shouldn't have asked a sister. You shouldn't have tore down a black man. But... Uh, it's just like, one of those things where it's like, as... You 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 would think that you would think ahead and realize that yes, duh, this is what this whole interview is going to be focused on. If you ask that question, be prepared to know that that will be the focus from here on out because right. you're doing it so soon into like what just happened. It was so tragic. There's other things involved. It's not like he was speeding, 
drunk driving yeah. or like just His was like acting crazy, him. overdosed, something like that. Like literally doing something for his daughter that he loved with other people who he loved, who loved him, mm. all died together. All kinds of people are hurt personally, not not just even talking about fans and people who were like like really like struck by this, whether they knew him or not personally. For someone who is at the position that she's at, because I, uh, now I can only think of her as Okra. <laughs> After all these years Oprah of us Kale. thinking her as Oprah, <laughs> um, she came out and made a statement that she was like, she felt really bad for her because she keeps getting death threats and stuff like that, which of course that's fucking dumb. Relax. But, um, and that she's like not doing well. Like Oprah got like tearful and was like concerned for her. That, that's the price you pay when you. I mean, if you're you gonna ask shit. the question, yeah, you got to be prepared for the. If that's the type of journalist you want to be, then be that journalist. Did you see where Boosie and Snoop like called Gail out her name? And <laughs> I shit? didn't. I didn't actually see it because I knew I wouldn't want to see it, but I saw people talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Boosie was like, "Come on, man! Like, you know, not one of us, one of your brothers." And uh, Snoop was like, "Can I call her a bitch? You dirty bitch! <laughs> like that, da, da, da. like you shouldn't call her out your name." Yeah, that's excessive. Don't because especially for Snoop, because Snoop is like trying to live this life of being like this pillar mm. of like a role model and whatnot, and like in like youth football and whatever. I guess he's not really involved in that anymore now. His kids are older. I don't know, but he like tries to be this like mentor person. Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess it's still Snoop at the end of the day. I was sure for to say, let us not forget. Number one, he made a song called "Bitches Ain't Shit, But Hoes and Tricks." <laughs> well, yeah, number two, true. he got away with murder. This is a murderer. <laughs> so he he will call a woman a bitch, and he will kill That's a nigga. True. Like this is Snoop D O Double G, like yeah. a full blown crip, like. Let us not forget, even though he does facts try to be, America. yeah, he tries to be, you know, the b- b- bigger and better person nowadays. Like he is still, yeah, Snoop. he's still Snoop. Yeah, I don't know. It's a rough situation. I personally would not if if in that situation, if they were like, we'll pay you so much money to ask this question to get the get the facts we need, Gail. I probably would be like, mm, not, I don't know, nah, guys. It, it, this ain't it. This ain't it. But I mean. This is the the bed she has to lie on now, you know? Maybe. Because the facts are, like, when there is a biopic made, that'll be part of it. Mm-hmm. When someone writes the biography at the end, like, when... Because, you know, we grew up knowing about certain celebrities dying. Like, we know that Princess Di, Anna, <laughs> died tragically. But we also know that she, like, had a really controversial marriage and then breakup you probably don't know this is probably some white people shit wfs for sure but my mom used to talk about it all the time and when when she died i was like what's going on and when she told me she was like this is the princess who was super controversial like that's a part of her legacy the other part of her legacy is that she was a humanitarian and she did all this great work and she was a queen for the people or a princess for the people and blah 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 but those two things went side by side regardless of like how nice she was mm. and regardless of how tragically she died, which also is very controversial and a bunch of people have a bunch of theories about how that worked. Yeah, I heard the paparazzi killed her, basically. Now, the thing about this Kobe thing is the other thing that was stressing me out is that immediately, no facts released, nothing. The immediate reaction was, it's a conspiracy, he was murdered. <laughs> and I just... 
we are so emotionally stunted that it's easier to accept and to develop a theory about how something happens instead of being able to accept the fact that life is not fair and things don't make sense and sometimes tragic shit happens mm-hmm. and there are accidents that happen all the time that make no sense and there is no explanation for them. Well, I feel like that that's the human condition. That's that's where we evolved because maybe back in the day when someone passed, when it wasn't their time, they had another way of coping. But now it is, if someone passes away, especially if you adore them, it couldn't have happened just naturally or the mm-hmm. way God intended or the way the stars aligned. However you look at, you know, the afterlife, it's somebody had to do this to someone I adore. Mm-hmm. So I've seen like I watched fucking Dr. Umar Johnson. You know, who he is I don't... the insane. I watched his and that was fucking stupid. He had two. That was fucking stupid. He has been like just um, absurd and not a part of my universe since an interview he did six years ago. That motherfucker is so dumb. I, I'm not going to discredit him because one day he gave an interview and I wanted to smack all white people and it really blew up <laughs> on Twitter when I had posted it. Everybody really got what I was trying to say. But I think it was a lot of Dr. Umar Johnson's fans and I'm not a fan of his because he is insane. But it he was like one of the people who were screaming out like, oh, this is a conspiracy and oh, X and Y did it. And he was, what was it? He was trying to do something. Oh, he was suing a pharmaceutical company and the pharmaceutical company killed him. And then there was another theory after the pharmaceutical company theory died out. He came up with some more bullshit. But I just feel like it's the way we cope as Here's my other thing about him. He does, in between the crazy, he says things that are very factual and very correct. But if you don't have the discretion to pick out the bullshit... You'll you'll fall in line with everything he says. Exactly. Sheep. Yeah. (laughs) That's all his followers are. Yeah. And because I've listened to that one interview I listened front to back and... I don't even remember what it was on. I was just, because I, I was with him when I was, I was like, damn, he's saying some shit that's like hard to hear, hard to digest, but it's real. Mm-hmm. So whatever. And then it got to some point and I was like, what, what the fuck am I watching? Turn yeah. this shit. Like, and he just, huh, don't even get me started. The last interview I watched was the one uh, where he uh, opened up his own private school or he was getting funding. Uh, he went to the breakfast club and I watched that one. And that's the one where I said I wanted to slap white people. And he was just talking about school and zoning and all this shit. But fuck him. Which, the, and that's a real problem. Yeah, And that's the thing. He, he did say a lot of and things like about. The, there's basis of everything that he says that it makes sense. And then he just takes it just a little too far. And now it's crazy. And now I, it's discredited and I don't care anymore. He, he does research, but the research is from the devil. <laughs> El diablo. <laughs> but the moral of the story is... uh. He, We as people just try to find out the least way or the best way to digest the fucked up information we get. So I I get it. Like if you find, if you see the pyramids, you say, how was it made? And you say, fuck it. Aliens did it. Or, uh, I don't know why Michael Jackson died. It was because the FBI wanted him dead because he slept with the president's son. Like whatever bullshit theory you want to come up with. Other than his doctor got him too fucked up or mm-hmm. Kobe uh, had a pilot who was being a little, you know, bold versus 
cautious. Like shit happens in life. Motherfucker, we we do shit every day. That's a, and that's the thing that kills me is that instead of examining the emotion and figuring out like why do I feel this way and what can I do about how I feel this way, it's more that emotion is trash and I shouldn't have to feel that. And here's what I am going to feel because and I'm just going to make some shit up to make yeah. it work for my brain to handle it. Right. The other thing that irritated me is that everybody kept talking about, I think it was the Simpsons or somebody oh, with yeah. the helicopter. And I was like, the well, Simpsons. yeah, Kobe pretty much tr- primarily traveled outside of L.A. in a helicopter. Well, I'm kind of with the Simpsons theory because they they do predict. Now, mind you, it is the longest running TV show in history. They have like 35 seasons or something crazy mm-hmm. like that. So the writers that spoke on how they always come up with predicting shit. It was like, bruh, you write so much, you you just kind of come up Every off the wall shit. Every you land, because they yeah. also write a lot of shit that has never come true, right. and may, will probably but, not, not come true. But they've hit on Trump and some of his shit, like how he was going to become president, how he, he was like some scene he did with like the president of fucking Yeah, I Kuwait saw all of that, but it, literally, <laughs> there's just, we can't even Actually, like agree you know with what? coincidence. That wasn't even the fucking Simpsons that did that. That was a, a cartoon on like, uh, Comedy Central or something. It wasn't a Simpsons. South Park. <laughs> no, it was South Park. It was like a one to two season show that. That's something just happened that The Simpsons were supposed to predict, and it went the complete opposite direction. I can't remember yeah. what it was, but you can literally go through and find three times as many occurrences that never happened as the things that happened to fall in line and were cor- ended up being correct. And you can literally find anything like somebody went through and did a numerology thing, and. They added, I think it was the year of Kobe's birth and the year of Gianna's birth. And when you add it up, it's like 2,408. Cool. You could have taken any numbers from any of those situations. And at some point, it was going to mean some sort of numbers that were memorable or relevant to the situation. Mm -hmm. You happen to go with their birth years. But you could have went with if... It was different. Their birth and death. Are you talking and her about birth. numerologists and how yeah. they always? Which yeah. I'm here for, like numerology and like finding certain numbers that like mean something to you. But to just add up random shit and then it happened to land on some random shit that is kind of relevant. Because yeah. if they would have added up to the day that they died, that would have been like, whoa, what's up? Or if if they would have just taken, if it would have taken birth, death, and birth and death to make it something relevant, like anything. If you try hard enough. You'll yeah, find meaning you can come in up something. With whatever the fuck you want. To. <laughs> like I just, and then people that get their minds blown by it as if that's how math works. Everything, like I just, it blows my mind that we can't just let. I just can't wait for us to get to a like a point where we've talked about this before, where maybe we're not meant to get all the answers, but if at some point, like after death, you do get some of the answers. Mm. And they're going to be like, y'all really took this shit way too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all was overthinking everything. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm ready. But uh, until then, about these Kobe numbers, if you add 81 with Gianna's number two, and you divide that by the number of games Kobe played. Exactly. And if you multiply that <laughs> by the miles up in the air the helicopter was, you can, can determine <laughs> that Kobe's death was supposed to be 30 years down the line. <laughs> But, but the, the white FBI. man, <laughs> the white man came and destroyed Kobe and his legacy and took him and Gianna and those seven other passengers away from us. All of whom were white. All of them were white. <laughs> Outside of those two. Because the white man wanted to destroy some of his to get rid of the big black man. 
in Kobe Bean Bryant. Let me stop playing, Bean. y'all. That's one of my favorite parts. Bean? Mm-hmm. Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, enough, we, Kobe. We reached at least, not to start off on a downer. I do want to kind of discuss the Super Bowl for four seconds. Four seconds. Four seconds. Number one, congratulations to the Chiefs. So cool. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, whatever. Me and Jordan went to go watch the game. We was talking shit the entire time. <laughs> I've come it's to... really weird to not have a dog in the fight. Yeah, and it's just like, way. yeah, like cool teams. Yay. Big game of the year. Commercials. Ha 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 ha. Shut the fuck up, children behind me. You don't know <laughs> what the fuck is going on. That's, I'm, I'm, I hate to say this, but it's bad. I've gotten to the age now where the 21 year old kids are some of the stupidest <laughs> things. It And it started when I went to Texarkana, uh, what the only place to go in Texarkana, uh, Shooters or Whiskey River, whatever the fuck it's called nowadays. And I was trying to get a drink. And I noticed, it like, you, the older you get, the more you learn bar etiquette. You have your favorite bartender. You go to her. You kind of stand in line. You try to grab her attention. You want to be a dick. You could pull out some form of payment, try to get their attention quicker. But these children were just running everywhere and like wasn't standing in one spot and they was giggity and then they was doing stupid shit like asking for water or can I get a vodka with some grenadine or like dumbass shit like y'all don't even know how to order drinks just get the fuck out of my way so I can get my beer and close my tab so that pissed me off so also when, the way that bar is ran is fucking yeah it's insane and that's why I go to my favorite bartender because she gets it she gets me she gets my drink gets me out of there I tip her well at the end of the night it's all great uh, but when we was at Stan's Blue Note for the Super Bowl the children I just don't like people moving around a lot like I'm their dad or something uh, I just don't like there was one little boy that was showing out for, yeah. his, for all the little girls it was, there was some SMU kids and yes. I run into them too much cause I Uber and uh, it's just too much I hate I hate SMU kids I think that's what it is yeah, SMU it is. children it's too, they are they're too too much and they're out of the house for the first time so the little bit that they weren't allowed to do they mm-hmm. now they can like really live out their dreams with daddy's money yeah yeah so they do they do the most it is a lot and it was really annoying and they didn't know what was going on <laughs> yeah they just was wearing jerseys i think one of them said they're finna kick the hockey puck or something stupid like that yeah <laughs> it was just just dumbass children just and out. the thing is they were also at like one of the like most well-known sports bars yeah. in dallas like go do that at an applebee's <laughs> get out right are in your fucking dorm room. Yeah. Uh, so the halftime show, too much, too less. Oh, rank it. Everything. Everything. Okay. Everything. I was obsessed with every little piece of it. I didn't catch all the little symbolism at, until like later. I was catching some things, and I was telling you as it was going on. I was like, "This is some shit's going to make fun of," but this is all. I knew there were certain things that were calculated. I didn't even realize when we were watching it how much was calculated mm-hmm. until later when I was reading about it. But it was everything I expected, loved, and wanted. It, I didn't think they were going to do as well as they did. <laughs> uh, I was like Shakira, like I, you, you're surprised at the songs Shakira does. Like, like oh yeah, I forgot she did that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So Shakira, that was cool. Kelly Clarkson, I've learned uh, over the years are two people that I'm like. I mean, I'm not going to pay to see them, but if they're in front of me, I'll enjoy it. And right. then I ended up at a Kelly Clarkson concert 
because I wanted to see the opener. And I was like, Kelly has fucking bops. I didn't realize how many of her songs I know. And then um, Shakira was the same way. She kept playing songs and I was like, oh, holy shit. Did you read anything about the performance after the fact? I just know that the little girl was singing was her daughter. That's all yes, I know. which I was going to say at the bar, but I was already going on with my theories about why Shakira wagged her tongue at us. <laughs> which I said, I was like, this is something cultural. I thought it was from some Colombian shit, but it's from her Lebanese side. It's some Arabic shit. Mm-hmm. But I was like, she didn't just do that just for the fuck of it. <laughs> I knew that much. I was hoping she did it for the fuck of it. <laughs> and then, and I think she's done that before. That's when I started reading about it. I was like, I think I've read this before. And like, it's been talked about before, but I don't know. I just don't think she's ever done it so <laughs> up close and with that many people watching. Yeah. Because she literally was inches from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny. And then... So her daughter was singing the, at this point, there's a lot of people that already know this, but the kids that were in the light up things, mm-hmm. those were cages to represent the cages at the border. They were kids mm-hmm. in cages and she was singing, let's get loud. And then we couldn't really hear it either, which was kind of stressing me out because I really wanted to hear that part. We could like kind of hear it, but not really well. Cause right. I think she, that's when they started singing born in the USA or something about USA. That was probably really wrong. Sorry. Because I was really excited when JLo came out with the cape. And I literally said, because you always saw the U.S. side first. And I was like, damn, she should have worn the Puerto Rican flag. And then she opened it up and it was Puerto Rico on the other side. I was like, oh, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was that. Shakira's uh, one of the red outfits. When I kept telling you she changed outfits fast. And you were like, no, that's the same shit she had on. And I was like, no, it wasn't. One of the outfits was the same outfit that her character wears in... Um, it's not Zootopia. It's the singing one. Um, fuck. I can't think of the name of the movie, but they're all trying to be in a singing contest. Mm. And it's judged by this celebrity gazelle. I think it's called Zing. Sing. It might be called Sing. Yeah. But it has like Jennifer Hudson and Shakira yeah. and like really heavy hitters. And Shakira's um, character wears that outfit in like the finale scene. Because she's the celebrity in it. That like judges it. And that ends is up. too much. It's a really good movie, actually. <laughs> but it came out around the same time as Zootopia, which was a better movie. Yeah. Both far underrated. But either way, what else was it? Um, it was her daughter, the cages. Um, that was Shakira just really wanting to represent her Lebanese side. Because a lot of people think she's just Colombian. And it's that's her dad's from Lebanon. I think it was her dad. And that's a big deal to her, and she wants she always wants people to know that. Um, I think that was the basis of everything, and just in general, the fact that it was two Latinx Latina women doing their thing and fucking killing it. And mm-hmm. J Lo's fifty. Yeah, I mean, I applaud both those sisters. That's cool. Yay for them. I don't know why. I just did not realize that so many people were going to be angered by it, though. Yeah, it was people mad because they were dancing and shit. Like, it was sexy. It was and people they mad said that they didn't have just... enough clothes on. Let's not forget Janet showed a whole <laughs> titty. Her whole titty at one Super Bowl. That's, uh... So here's the evolution from Twitter to Facebook. So there was the one tweet that said for everybody who thinks that they didn't have enough clothes on... I saw a whole boob when I was seven and I turned out just fine. Right. So that was, I'm sure viral on Twitter. I didn't ever see it. 
screenshot of it went to Facebook. And then the final evolution of a tweet or a Tumblr post that makes it to Facebook is that then someone takes it and writes it out as their own post. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw the tweet screenshot first. And I saw that multiple times. Then I started seeing, I saw someone else's tweet of it. And then I saw a bunch of people like writing it themselves. Right. As their own Facebook says, as if it was original content. Yeah, man. That's what <laughs> Facebook is good for. Facebook is, I'm going to steal ideas and make them my own. Just like Mark Zuckerberg did. <laughs> so it all falls in line. Uh, yeah. So the stripper bowl is one thing, but then the, I mean, Super Bowl. <laughs> The Super Bowl is one thing, but the stripper bowl is another. And I want to discuss that for a second. Before we before we get there, I just want to say the only other thing that I'm really happy for is Andy Reid getting a ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am very happy. Uh, former Philadelphia Eagles uh, head coach who got us to the bowl twice <laughs> and lost twice. Uh, or I think once in the NFC Championship twice, whatever. But we lost to fucking Patriots. That's why I don't fuck with them. <laughs> Uh, he finally got his ring. Uh, good for him. Uh, so, both the national championship for the football, Ed Orjan and Andy Reid are both two just chunky-ass men <laughs> who barely can speak English is winning rings. So, I'm happy for both of them. Yeah, it was an interesting year for football in general. All right. So, we can talk now you can talk about Stripper Bowl. Stripper Bowl, y'all. Let me tell y'all about this crazy thing. <laughs> Every year after the Super Bowl... Quality control has uh, a big party where they get like a million dollars in year. once. I think they've done this like twice, right? Twice. This is, that means every year now. <laughs> we, we live in 2020. If you do something twice, that means every year. <laughs> this podcast is recorded every Sunday because we recorded it twice. <laughs> Thank gotcha. you. Okay. So, uh, so every year they do this little crazy ass party. Uh, they throw out ones, whatever. Apparently this year... It's been some crazy shit that happened and everybody was butthurt over it. I read like headlines, but never actually got into it. All right. So (laughs) Cardi B, uh, well, no, let's start back. Apparently they made all the strippers sign like an NDA agreement type thing to say that like you couldn't stand in front of the exit. You're not stripping for money. You're just an entertainer for the night. Uh, you're getting $350, like you're not picking up any of the money that's on the floor. That is not your responsibility. Don't pick up money, just entertain. Which if you think about it, if you're throwing a big ass party, you don't want the dancers to just be focused Focus on, on the, the money. Because the money's you want them coming to be, constantly. Yeah, you want them to be entertainers for your high profile clients. Cool, whatever. So apparently, I don't know if this is true, i just seen it enough times, so I'm telling you it's true, that <laughs> The strippers who flew out to Miami thinking they were going to get the bag were stuck at the airport. Oh. Just there. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that was just some random video. But it is funny to think about. Like, you go out to Miami thinking you're getting quality control money and you get nothing. <laughs> uh, so, all of this happens. Cardi B addresses it uh, the following Monday and was like, look, we I had X amount. Uh, P had X amount, Offset, Quavo, all amigos had X amount of money we was throwing out, but we wouldn't give you none of y'all bitches no money because y'all bitches weren't dancing. Y'all just wanted the money. Y'all weren't entertaining enough. Fuck y'all. 
I did see, I saw the video of her saying, like, I wasn't throwing money because them bitches wasn't entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Entertain me, bitch, or I'm not throwing money. And I was like, damn, what's she talking about? And I kept scrolling. <laughs> yeah, so you you got to think, Cardi is a former stripper. Mm-hmm. So you have to do the, the most for Cardi. <laughs> Fail. Whatever. So uh, there was another video of a guy who stole money from Sentinel. <laughs> He was like, just a video. Somebody always going to try. Yeah, pull out his money. Oh, no, he had cash. Uh, Like, gobs of money out his crotch and then his, like, pants and all that shit. (laughs) Then he made another video talking shit to Cardi saying, like, look, I really needed that money. I'll do it again. If I had this purse, I would have took more. Like, had the money in front of him. Like, a whole thing. Uh, So, yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know that not only did the stripper bowl go down, the stripper bowl. The Super Bowl go down. <laughs> the stripper bowl went down too. And they just didn't strip enough. So we shall see what happens next year. Where's the next Super Bowl? Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Because they moved it from damn, I had researched this shit. Uh, you. LA. Yeah, they moved it from LA to Tampa. So it's a weird spot. T- Tampa sucks. Yeah, that's gonna be <laughs> like the I've, Can you I've been. the stripper bowl in Tampa? Ooh. That's what I'm saying. Are we doing this every year now? Yeah, yeah. Since they're doing it every year, uh, maybe they just go to Orlando. Orlando isn't that much better, but maybe do it in Disney. Scribbles, Magic Kingdom. Hey, Amen. Magic City be... and Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be interesting. So now, now that uh, I'm curious to see just what's gonna come. Next year, or if they're even going to do it all, they're going to be like, it's not worth the trouble. Also, they said they really didn't have that much control over the event. It was more of the promoters, and QC was just tagged on it. I really hate when people <laughs> blame the promoters. Like, especially after 2018 and 2019, the type of fuck-ups that promoters had. Yeah. At this point, you really need to take some shit into your own hands and learn from somebody's mistakes. But this is true. Firefest, TanaCon, um... There was a bunch of drag promotions that didn't go well. Wow. Um, there was like hella like shady business happening with all of the different drag shows and things like that and tours. Like, get your people on their people. And if the shit isn't like front to back veterans, like, I don't know, think something. You really got to start planning your events in a specific way. Right, right. Or people are going to drag you. Pun intended. <laughs> that was actually, yes, I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, since we talked about that stripper, I want to bring up another one. Bless. When it all falls down. <laughs> now, when some strippers, did, Jordan just showed me this video before we started. <laughs> I ignored it at first. Look, there is a video of, cir- circulating of a stripper falling 15 feet. Head first, busting that shit. Oh my god! It just it makes my whole body shiver. Well, hers did too when she <laughs> fell from this shit. So apparently, this is a nice young lady who her voice sounds like she's remixed. I don't know what's going on with I her think voice. She's really going through it right now, and she also probably can't talk if she has to get if her Kanye sounded fine and his jaw was shut, and it still is. He can't open his mouth. He can't eat corn on the cob, George. <laughs> And he, he made eight albums. She better learn how to talk. But he almost lost his life in Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> she fell off a pole. She could do better. Man, I, I'm i just 
curious. Like, so in the video, if you haven't seen it, it really is kind of a must watch. But it's one of those tall poles where when you go in a club that has the bigger open area, like a two story club, and they have the pole that goes all the way to the rafters. Yeah. And these bitches, and every time, whenever I see them go up that high, I'm waiting for something like this to happen. He said that and, in the video. And how am I going to react when it happens? Like, I'm always terrified and i know they do it like all the time but like golly but she was in one of those um like handstands where her body's not really on the pole and then went to switch to put i think her leg i think she was trying to put her legs back on the pole because she's so damn high up it's kind of hard to see gravity fucked you up and i think she got off balance and just thought she was about to grab the pole and let go too soon and then this bitch literally just fell out of the sky humpty dumpty had a great <laughs> fall humpty <laughs> thought he had a great fall now <sighs> landed on her face y'all she broke her jaw po baby i mean i get it but... and then here's the other thing i was thinking you know if you're like a stripper like i don't know if she has a day job or this is the thing that she wants to do if like modeling is her thing or whatever like you mm. fuck up your face Fuck. Yeah. But she, her stitches were directly underneath her chin. So she just busted her chin and fucked up her mouth. Which I mean, <laughs> it sucks. But She can't suck right now. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I'm just saying. But best case scenario for it happening. I mean. <laughs> yeah, she could have died. Could, she could work again. Mm-hmm. And like whatever but also what is she gonna do she has to have surgery i tell you what she better go to hooters <laughs> stripping ain't a calling dog <laughs> i'm just letting you know if you should have known look you go up there, like i'm pretty sure they practice stripping right this is it's got to be some time for you to practice your your shit right but i don't they I don't should have like a requirement or like a black belt you know how you get your belts in karate you should have belts and stripping <laughs> like you, you can probably be uh, a black belt stripper to get up to the 15 like a foot swim pole. Test? You yeah. take a swim test before you go to the deep end. Exactly. You're not allowed to perform on that pole. And if you can't handle that pole, beloved, <laughs> just work them back rooms. She could have been using a jaw in other ways, Lord. This is what I'm saying. So there were several things on in the replies to that video. That I saw. One of them was a lot of people saying that she should sue the club. And I was like, no. what, the, what the club got to do with her they, climbing her ass up there? Liability waivers were signed, I'm sure. <laughs> now, well, I don't know. Because these motherfuckers kind of do whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know if they were thinking about all that. But also, I don't know. Because then someone, <laughs> the other comments that a lot of people were making were like, damn, literally no one reacted. This bitch literally fell from the sky. She lands directly next to another stripper. Who doesn't move, doesn't jump, nothing. But I think she was probably high and drunk, in my opinion. Because a lot of them aren't wasted when you or talk to them. Or what if she was just such a dick that night and was saying she was going to get all the money and was probably on Twitter and Instagram Watch live talking this all this beach. shit. Exactly. And I'm going to make all the motherfucking cash and y'all bitches ain't going to do shit about it. And I'm going to get on the 15-foot pole like Megan Thee Stallion be doing enough videos. <laughs> And they was like, bitch, that, that pole ain't reliable. Your core ain't strong enough. You ain't got no abs. And, and that girl was like, mm, that's what you get. Yep. And it <laughs> was just one of them looks. Either. So someone was like, yeah, they just tell you that shit happened all the time. I would lose my mind. I would. Uh, it, it's a good thing it's never happened in front of me. Because I don't know how to act in strip clubs. No way. I do not act accordingly. Strip clubs are uh, a circus. A, a entire 
circus. And all I can think about every time I'm in there is there are people who do this on a nightly basis and work there, are patrons there, manage. That's the thing I think about the most is managing. Seems like you're a fucking circus master. All them women probably PMS cycled up all together. And when one of them crazy, <laughs> all of them crazy, you... They probably be fighting all but the time. But just that's what I'm saying. In general, it's a lot of like like money involved, and there's no like there are like you know you have your club rules, you have your unspoken rules, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like it's such a hustle of a of a job. Like it gets so personal. I feel like, and it's just constant fighting, and then dudes get in there act a fucking ass. That's the other thing I'm thinking about. Is like where do you draw the line? When do you start kicking customers out? Cause because like they let a lot of shit fly because they because it is they feel like that it's allowed and whatever. I always um, end up making really good friends with um, waitresses. <laughs> yeah, they be half naked too. They do, but like those are because I'm not paying for a dance. You got me fucked up. If so you, you want to dance, okay. So but... you saying if I get you a, a lap dance, you're not gonna take it? That's what I'm saying. If someone, that's what I'm saying. Uh, let me finish. Can I get to my adjective? My bad player. What if if someone comes dancing, that's fine, but you gonna get like two tips out of me, whatever it may be. If I have mm-hmm. a five, you can have it. If I have if it's gonna be dollars, it's dollars. I have never gone to a strip club and went and got money. Ah, yeah. Well and while it looks like fun, I don't like gambling. I don't like like I'm not frugal. I am suck like I suck at like taking care of my money and whatnot. But you'd rather spend it on a frappe. I'd rather spend it on an iced coffee. Yeah. I'd rather spend it on clothes. I'd rather spend it on food. That's fair. <laughs> I don't want to give you this money. I'm very happy for you. I, this is very cute what you're doing. Like, go ahead, girl. Yes. I do love screaming at them. And it is very entertaining. But I also don't, like, want to... My thing is, it's a fake interaction. In, yeah. And in real feels... world, yeah. Ugh. I talked to, like, I was in Cancun. And I was, like, gaggling back and forth with some bad chicks. And they so happened to be from Dallas... But that was like a natural like conversation, yes. like me and her going back and forth versus like she told me she was a dancer. Now, if we go into the strip club setting, the conversation isn't real because you're either blowing time because whatever you're in between dances or you want my money. Like it isn't and a I don't, real thing. And I don't I don't like feeling like I'm being outdone. And I know good and damn well I am not about to spend five hundred dollars like homie over here right. who needs your attention. So then I also feel like I'm taking up your time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not the client you want. Exactly. But I enjoy watching you dance with the client that you need. But me and Diva were those people one time at the strip club. <laughs> I just thought about that. We were that couple and money was like, motherfucker. Ah. I do want to do that at some point in my life. But just like casually, like everybody wants to go and we're just going to go. I, if it's not the destination and we just happen to be in there, I just, it's not. Mm. We're not those, hey, let's go to the titty club people. It just ain't us. Now, we can be. spending that much money just for that, the fuck of it. I, I need to get to 80K before I start spending <laughs> that money. If y'all start. To make me feel like I'm worth Listening to this podcast and get us our listeners up and get some uh, goddamn. Sponsors. Sponsors. We can be like, let's take a break. Yeah, and we're going (laughs) to go to the strip club and we will live record out there just for (laughs) y'all. And we will throw the money that you give us. Because I am fully that girl where I just want to make friends too. I just want to be like, what what brought you here? What life do you live? I'm looking for a a sister wife. 
So when me and my wife find our sister wife at the strip club, All right. podcast over. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. Bless her soul, though. She definitely said she fractured her jaw. Because mm-hmm. the guy that posted the video was just like, this would be my first time at a strip club. I'm not. I, But for real, though, I hope the girl's okay. And then she just reposted it and said, that's me. I fractured my jaw. <laughs> and then she posted a video explaining what happened and, like, that she's okay. I mean. As okay as she can be. The other thing is she's going to have hella PTSD from that shit. She's not going to be able to do that anymore. No, no, no. You no, better no, stay no. on the six-foot pole, <laughs> Uh, she should change her name to like Kanye Twerks or like Twerk Some West Star. Well, I guarantee because this is only that video was only ten hours old. We've yet to see the last of her. Oh yeah, someone's gonna take care of her. This is really pre me. Because she wasn't this ugly even either. No, even with a swollen jaw. Yeah, she, she could have been my sister wife. Something about to come. The internet is about to provide. She has no idea. Yeah, plot <laughs> twist. I feel it coming. That's Snoop Dogg. Because you know every time Snoop Dogg performs, he has somebody like on a pole. Yeah. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's her. Bigger and better things are coming. Yeah. From the storm comes a rainbow. Yes. <laughs> I, I see it in your rebuttal. future, love. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you don't know about the XFL, let's talk about the XFL. Because I brought it up. Briefly. To yesterday. And um, no one around me knew what I was talking about. Which is fine. None of them were into sports. mm and so I was like, so did you know about the original XFL? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, well, it was like um, football with wrestling. Yes. And I did it like that. And they busted out laughing. And they were like, that's so weird. But this customer was walking by was going, actually, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so I just found a clip of uh, Brol. What was it? Who was it? Somebody from the old XFL that we don't remember anymore. Mm-hmm. But pretty accurate as to what the XFL was. You starting this game tonight after taking that hit just six days ago. Well, let me answer, let me answer that question by asking you two questions. One, is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Two, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. And it died because it just, it didn't have a whole lot of structure. It was like an idea and then. It, it, there's documentaries on the original XFL. It was a shit show on the screen and behind the scenes. Yeah. It was. and It, it was, was managed horribly. Yes. So supposedly now the structure is in place to like let it actually be. Not only the structure, but now they have the backing. It, it's legitimized itself. To the point to where, like, they have real announcers. Fox is bought into it. ABC is bought into it. So that means ESPN is now covering it. They're having, and I'm pretty sure Skip and uh, uh, Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith, and Max, everybody's going to cover it because now ESPN and ABC is putting money in, into mm-hmm. it. So everybody is setting themselves up to be like, okay, NFL's over now. It's XFL. Literally the next week. So you have football all year long. And they structured the rules in the XFL for it to be offensive, like 58 to 53, like hella points. Yeah, high scoring. Yeah, you're actually on the bench. Like you hear what the coaches are saying during the game. You're hearing what's being told to the quarterback and other players. It's like five different people that hear the head coach for the play. So 
in the NFL, only the quarterback hears. Yeah. This is like the quarterback, running back, receiver, <laughs> O-lineman, all here. Anybody that might touch that ball. Everybody hears the adjustments <laughs> from the head coach. They're actually interviewing the coaches during uh, the game instead of like pre and post. So it's like, why did you throw the ball on third and 10? <laughs> While the, the other side of the ball is like, it's real intuitive football. So if they get the talent behind it, like the little bit I watched, it is fringe NFL players. Uh, if they can get a, a top guy, a few top guys to kind of buy into it or somebody's retiring out, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to have like football yeah. all year People long. do seem like, the people that I know that are football people seem interested in it. Yeah. This weekend was the kickoff weekend. We went to the Dallas Renegades open house. That was funny in and of itself because we were just on the field with the players. Yeah. And they ended up canceling the, um, not cancel. they canceled the meet and greet. The questions. They cut it short because there wasn't enough people. They cut the meet and greet an hour short, which we had already left because we kind of weren't interested anymore. Yeah. And then at they had a question and answer session and no one asked any questions. So, and then there, the Dallas's big money player, Landry Jones, was hurt before the first, he didn't even play today. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched a little bit of that game and that quarterback was garbage. That's what I was reading. Uh, so, we'll I, see. I'm just happy because it's football year round. I'm also happy because guy. the Dallas colorway is really pretty and I can't wait to wear their gear, whether they yeah. suck or not. Apparently, the Renegades are uh, supposed to win it all. They're the Vegas favorites. Okay. Vegas is covering <laughs> XFL. Like, everybody bought into it. And I wonder, because I know Vince didn't have anything to do with this. I wonder who in Vince McMahon's camp convinced the entire sports world to, like, hey, we're giving this another shot. Let me show y'all something I was, uh, <laughs> I was uh, something I've been thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we need all y'all on board. And in the end, the Renegades end up losing today. Yeah, 13. To the Battlehawks. Yeah. They're number two. They're uh, the second Vegas favorite. So. And we went to high school with a guy that's playing in the XFL. So. Yeah. Actually, went to high school with one, and there was another guy our age that is also from our hometown, both yeah. playing in the XFL. So, wish them nothing but the, the best. Shout out to Quest. <laughs> Dad said he turned on the TV to that game because he, re- he thought it was today, and so he. Got into it last minute, and he turned on the TV, and Mom walked in and said, what's happening? And Dad was like, I don't know. Someone got a penalty. And she was like, oh, is Huff playing? And then they announced who the flag was on. He was like, yep, sure is. He just got a flag. Boy. Or he just got a penalty. <laughs> Goddamn quest. <boy. laughs> All right, B, now that we back, you know what you got to do. Wrap us up, bruh. So we've learned that. In 2020, the internet is still the internet. So for us in 2020, we plan on being just as consistent. Boom. <laughs> speak it to existence. Yes. That's what I've learned this week. Okay. If you want something, you speak it to existence. Manifest your own destiny. Exactly. If you want this shit done, do it yourself. I'm getting tired of looking at these lame motherfuckers on the internet. <laughs> when me and Jordan can take this shit over. <laughs> so guess what? All 2020 and from here on out, you mad as a meme. Holla at us. Deuces.